Hello, and welcome to We Speak CVE, a free podcast from the CVE program. On this podcast, we'll talk with people from the cybersecurity community about what else? Cybersecurity and vulnerability management and the CVE catalog of vulnerabilities. If you didn't know, the CVE program's mission is to identify, define, and catalog publicly disclosed cybersecurity vulnerabilities. Hello, and thank you for joining the CVE podcast. I have some great guests today uh, from Red Hat. First, I'll introduce myself. I'm Shannon Sabins, and I am a Director of Threat Response at CrowdStrike and a CVE board member. My guests today are from Red Hat. We're happy to have them, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, this is Pete Aller. I'm a Director at Red Hat Product Security and glad that we're here. Hey, I am Fabio Olive, uh, a manager at Red Hat Product Security, and yeah, I'm very happy to be here and talk about all the cool things CVE. And hello, my name is Martin Prepic. Um, I am a software engineer for product security. Pete, Fabio, Martin, so glad to have you. Uh, Red Hat's a longtime uh, CNA, a uh, uh, CVE numbering authority, uh, so you've been issuing CVEs a long time. How long has it been? Well, taking a look at our records, um, we're trying to ascertain the exact moment that we started all this uh, with CVE and the program, but we're looking at April of 2002 is what our records indicate. Oh, that yeah. is brilliant. Very Almost good. Almost 20 years, right? We should be looking at some celebration soon. We should be looking at some sort of celebration. Um, 20 is terrific, very good. How many persons contribute or, or participate in the CNA and the Red Hat CNA and CVE at Red Hat? That's kind of a two, almost three part question. Now, when we look at this, we have people who do day-to-day -day work in our CVE assignments, and that's about seven people. Although they're backed up with the rest of the product security incident response team here at Red Hat, which is almost 60 people. And then we have those who participate in our work groups. So, for instance, when we participate in the strategy uh, planning work group or in the automation work group, you'll find other members of product security. Martin's such an example where he comes from our development side of, of product security and supports us with all that. So he probably is just as wired as to everything we do CDE as we are on the instant response side. So that's it's kind of a mixed team. And even, even that seven who participate regularly are not the same seven who do the work daily. So it's kind of an interesting way to approach it. Yeah, that is an impressive number of people involved, um, both an, an impressive uh, duration of involvement and an impressive number of people participating and, and getting involved. Um, where do you find the most benefit from being a CNA and, and, and utilizing CVE? Wow, um, it's kind of, we were talking about this earlier and we have kind of changed a little bit what we've done in the past two years from what we we're doing the previous, I don't know, five years. And that is we went from, and Fabio, I think you used the word was uh, a customer. Uh, we use uh, that as a, well, we just use CVE and, and we're participating uh, in the way of assigning CVEs. And that was about all our extent of participation was. And then two years ago, after attending the CNA summit, 
we looked at the program and said, you know, we're kind of a good example of, well, we do things differently and we shouldn't be different. We should be part of this program. So we became much more active involvement in everything CVE across the entire program. And maybe we can expand on how we're unique here. Uh, it, basically, Red Hat's business is um, open source software, and uh, a lot of open source uh, projects out there are CNAs themselves. And so we found uh, a lot of benefit in in seeing how other CNAs uh, work work around their you know automation needs, and how we can help them, and how we can cooperate with all of them to to ensure that we are using the CV program correctly. Oh, you yeah, um, go ahead, please. Yeah, I was going to say that if I could add anything is that it's interesting how in the last two years, for example, something happened either at Red Hat or at the CV program or at both sites, maybe, that we suddenly started collaborating a lot more and then started participating a lot more. And I don't know if that's because CVE became more open and then we noticed that and got more involved or we just got more involved and then it also became more open. So it was really interesting to see how all this collaboration is leading to incredible, uh, really interesting functionality and, and solutions now for CVE. You guys have hit on so many things that I wanted to ask you about. I'm interested in your working group participation, the automation working group. I'm interested in outreach to open source. I guess I'll, I guess I'll start with, um, Going back to the working groups, as you know, uh, but our listeners may not, we have a number of working groups within the CBE program uh, that offer opportunities for community members and, and CNA members to get involved depending on the working group. Um, and it's a good opportunity to get to know uh, and CVE better and to shape CVE. So um, tell me a little bit about your uh, participation in the working groups and what working groups you guys are involved in or, or other persons at Red Hat are involved in and, and how so. Tell me a little bit more about that, please. Maybe I can talk about the automation work group. Um, this, is, this is the group that we joined um, last year, early, last year 2020 um and it was around the time when uh when the cv program uh was working on releasing the first cv services rest api to automate cv assignments and this was a fantastic effort because uh for many many years cv assignments were done in a in this semi-manual manner of requesting blocks and then having the cnas uh be responsible for those blocks and then communicated through web forms um, and even before that, uh, it was all done through mailing lists. So you would request a, uh, a CV on the mailing list, and then you know somebody from the CV program would just do that assignment. So when we joined the the automation work work group last uh, year and could cooperate with the CV program to build a REST API that uh, you know you can use to automate all of this, it was a, it was a fantastic effort. Um, right now, this, the automation workgroup is working on releasing the next version of this, 2.x, um, which will encompass even more features that will make this even easier. Um, it allowed us, Red Hat, to build some, some fantastic tools to, in, to operate uh, with the, the REST APIs and automate a lot of the things that we couldn't automate before. 
So it's it's been a great uh, participation from from both sides in this working group. Myron, go ahead and cover. I think you also get to play a little bit on the quality working group, and there's a yeah. action between quality and automation working groups. Yeah. So, so the quality working group's uh, purpose is to define some some standard around representing uh, vulnerabilities that are assigned to CVE, um, and the the resulting CVE schema from that work group uh, tries to create like a universal representation of, of a vulnerability and some of its uh, metadata. And to be able to represent something um, uniquely across, you know, the entire industry is, is, a, is a great effort. And, I, and we hope that, you know, this, this schema is adopted by many CNAs. Uh, and then, you know, working on the data that is in, this, in the same format across multiple groups and projects is, is a huge win for the entire industry. I think that kind of speaks a lot to our approach now at Red Hat for representing not only Red Hat, but a, a lot of the open source community desires is that um, we see playing on multiple groups as advantageous. And one of the things that we've endeavored to do here at Red Hat is all of our industry coordination um, participants are on a particular mailing list. We, we call ourselves Industry Coordination Working Group. <clears throat> and what that does is it allows us to um, exchange what's going on in the groups so we can uh, normalize how we participate, what our, our responses are, our point of view, but also to know what's going on so we can deconflict those things or say, hey, listen, you know, that's already taken place in the CDE program underneath, underneath this working group. And um, that's that's provided a sanity for us, and we're finding that uh, we have a high interaction rate between us because we communicate with those who are really participating, and we're getting very direct in there. So I think you've seen a lot more cohesiveness in how we as Red Hat are interacting with the groups consistently, and that's the other part we try to make sure is that we consistently show up and participate, and, and we really encourage others to do the same. I can say one of the other working groups that we are uh, very much a part of is the strategy planning working group. And we find that uh, an interesting group because it gets to help work with the other working groups and pass a lot of things onto the CDE board and, and, and also in return receives instructions and direction from the CDE board. So we find that uh, that is, a, is another fantastic place to interoperate with everyone else and to hear the opinions of others in, in the CDE program. Um, and we, we find that whatever we ask, we get some very good answers, whether we're asking because we just aren't aware of something or we're asking because we want further definition of what people mean and their intent and uh, allows us to really formulate a better, better set of inputs. Yeah, and if I could add to that, it's interesting. I mean, because we have this internal interplay, you know, because we have like someone like Martin who is very technical and he joins the automation work group, for example, but then he brings on, you know, whatever topics were discussed and decisions and such, he brings it on internally at Red Hat to this mailing list. And then Pete is there. And then if Pete sees something interesting, for example, that will be discussed in a, at a strategic planning working group, I mean, he can actually get the details from Martin. And I mean, it makes our whole participation so much more, uh, like Pete said, cohesive, right? M much more consistent and, and richer in a way. 
So it, it's great to see that interplay and then even bringing that on to other, you know, organizations, other uh, SIGs and working groups, right? Yeah, I, I think um, the automation working group is really doing some exciting stuff right now. As Pete said, the strategic planning working group is, is you know, giving the program so much direction. And, and I also want to shamelessly plug the working group where I'm a co-chair, the outreach working group, uh, where we're doing podcasting and blogging and information about the programs. And I just want to take a minute to thank you guys uh, for helping us also over at the outreach working group, just by doing this podcast. So I really appreciate that. Tell me a little bit, I, I guess I see where this benefits Red Hat. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, what community outcomes you are looking to see as we, as we look not just at Red Hat, but as we look at ourselves as a community, you know, what you'd like to see in terms more broadly and, and generally in terms of community outcomes that you'd like to see. Well, certainly we like the efforts that CVE as a program is putting together broadly. And we start looking at the additional um, data providers, the ADPs. We have great interest there because that has so much impact on downstream of us. The, the customer community is what most people will talk to. And we realize a lot of our customers are sometimes also putting together their own cloud solutions or using our, our, uh, our tools and, and projects to, to do something else. And so we realized that that requires a, a huge interchange and a, a set of transparency. So the CDE program allows us to continue forward with our transparency desires and to um, also encourage others. We're, we're not trying to say, hey, you, you need to do it the Red Hat way. We're saying we've kind of discovered a way to move forward. Does anyone have another way to make this better? Or do you have a better way of, of doing it? Because uh, we'll shamelessly be glad to to move to another method if it if it's simpler, straightforward, uh, and reduce the workload on on the ecosystem. And that's really what it comes down to: is how do we affect the ecosystem? And, and no no one group does it all. And, and so our 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 users really depend on us to interoperate, and that's really the the biggest thing we're looking for. Yeah. I think as an organization, we're really pretty open to, you know, how do we enable others and, and make it possible for them? I, I hope so. And I think so. Well, I don't think it's really your challenge. I think, and, and I brought this up in the first P-Search SIG where I'm a co-chair. And when we talk in that group, we, we've, you know, had uh, the CDE program come over and address this twice now because any piecer who's not participating in the CDE program, and it's not a CNA, is missing a golden opportunity to affect how things happen and to know where it emanates from. And so we really think that is uh, some something that everyone needs to participate in. They need to get that level of, of work. And you know, my credit here to, to what Martin has done working with the automation and, and quality working groups is you guys have listened and, and it's made it easier for us. So, I mean, when you guys move over to services 2.0, probably within a week, we'll have switched all of our stuff over as well. Um, so that put us in a great position because we're participating. 
Absolutely. What about outreach to other open source in particular and, and the Linux Foundation? Um, tell me a little bit about what that looks like with regard to CVE and, and CNA. And I know you're not just only concerned with that, but you're you're certainly well positioned there. We are, and, and um, we also happen to be the CNA for Fedora, just to be honest. Um, we have a lot of open source projects out, like the Linux Foundation is not a CNA. So a lot of times we help them with CVE issues and uh, working through that. We actually offer that to anyone in the open source community if they don't have a CNA to address uh, an issue for them, we'll be glad to help. Um, and so we, we look at it from a couple of perspectives. One is the technical part, you know, how do we support? The other is as the Linux Foundation looks to open source and how things move forward, um, we, we at, uh, at the OSSF level, Open Source Security Foundation, I get that right, framework, I can't remember the F. Um, but anyway, we, we try to make sure that the tenets of what's going on in the CVE are carried forward and that they're understood. And um, we try to be that bridge. Sometimes it's, the bridge is nothing more than, you know, linking two people up who, who need to talk. Other uh, points are we're just providing the information that we've garnered uh, working with everyone. I will maybe also add to that that we are here to also help other smaller CNAs of open source projects to you know ramp up their involvement in the CV program and specifically around automation. Um, Red Hat uh, builds um, pretty large uh, code base. I mean, pretty large application to automate a lot of the CV bits. And so we have a ton of experience. We've we've built a, an open source client to interface with the CV services. Um, but it's it's to the benefit of the entire industry to have all CNAs have you know automated um, publishing of security data, for example. But we understand that this is an area that a lot of people don't have much experience with. Um, Red Hat has been publishing security metadata for you know 15 years now. So if you if you're out there struggling with how to publish your CV information, you can reach reach out to us, and we'll be happy to talk to you. So I I was waiting for the opportunity to add this, but uh, just to kind of highlight how how nice and then how um, awesome Martin's uh, command line utility tool is for for requesting CVs and managing CVs from the command line. It's funny that I can't get my team out of it, you know, uh, even to the detriment of previously allocated blocks. So it's funny because um, when we got into IDR, we, we, you already had this internal tool for managing blocks of CVs and, and who gets them and such, right? And then when we got started using IDR and, and the command line utility that Martin created and shared with the world, uh, it's funny because we still had other, you know, uh, many reserved CVs missing, uh, or I mean, not missing, but reserved in our block, right? I mean, just reserved in the tool internally. But all of my team that allocate CV, they switched it on to IDR and the command line utility so fast that they never looked back. And I actually had to beg them to, hey, folks, we still have some CVs left in the block. So please take them. Don't make us reject them at the end of the year, right? I mean, they're there reserved. Let's use those as well. But it's kind of hard to get them out of just using IDR because it's so convenient. We've also done a couple other things where um, when we looked at past CVEs, as we go through and, and review our records, um, we've had great interaction with the program. And then we offered 
I think it was 15 other CNAs to provide information to close out those uh, open reserved uh, CVEs. And the program uh, actually um, notified those CVEs, those CNAs, and we went ahead and, and uh, interacted with a bunch of them to help them close those out. So we really believe that that's how you need to work within the CVE program is on security information, just pass what you know um, and use the system to its best ability. And if the system is missing something, propose how to fix it. And, and that's the beauty of the program. Yeah, I think it's really important that we, especially as open source CNAs, I mean, there is always uh, the possibility of some overlap, right? Of uh, that, you know, someone is a more specific CNA or not, or more interested or more active or not. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I'm I'm very impressed with your with your willingness to help others and your willingness to contribute and your willingness to coordinate. It's it's very. I'm very impressed with you guys. Are there things that I didn't ask you about that you want to tell listeners about CVE or CNA that I that I didn't ask? I mean, you've been involved in so many different aspects of the program. I, I fear I might be missing something. You know, off the top of my head, I can't think of one. Um, I, it's probably because we're very familiar with the program. The the biggest. The biggest takeaway I'd like to tell others is come participate. It is very open for you and there's so much you can do for your customers and for your code base as a CNA if you're in there participating. And that's just really, we found it to, when we, we went to our industry coordination perspective, when we went to that, we found that we were addressing a lot more and we were getting a lot farther along because we made a concerted effort. And I think that's the, the value of the program. I totally agree. I think we have a lot of a lot of room for people to contribute with um, different skill sets, documentation, uh, communication, the technical aspects. There are so many different places to contribute and you know you can manage your time to give you know as much or as little as you need it's it's quite flexible um but it's a great community and we're very um we're very grateful for those who uh, participate and want to get more involved and very welcoming i think for those who want to get more involved but to red hat i just want to say thank you you um, are doing a lot and it's terrific thank you so much you are most welcome well, we thank you as a CDE program and uh, towards the CDE board for the opportunity to participate. And we actually thank you also for the ability to come and speak uh, in the podcast. It's been a wonderful experience for us. In, in some ways, uh, in some of the meetings, it's almost been embarrassing to be mentioned as Red Hat so many times for what we've done away participation, but I wouldn't trade it. Uh, I would really encourage others to uh, lean into it and um, you take the accolades because they're there because you participated in, and uh, we'd like to see more people do the same. Indeed. Well, thank you again and we welcome you back to the podcast anytime. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us today on the We Speak CVE podcast, which is available for free on Buzzsprout and the CVE website. If you'd like to participate or suggest a topic, please contact us on the CVE website.